Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I got to tell you, I heard the new Stones album. It's legit. You love the Stones. They sound like the Stones. And uh, we got tickets on sale um, Friday, December 1st at 10 o'clock for the Stones who are going to be coming through town at some point. Um, we also have a pair of tickets that we're going to be giving away later this morning or, yeah, later this morning for the Stones. Are we going to do it right now? I mean, while we're here and angry, that was what Sandra was last break when I told her to move it along. She got angry with me. Um, we'll take the ninth caller. Give us your favorite Stone song of all time. Give you your ninth caller. we got a couple of tickets to the Rolling Stones Hackney Diamonds Tour Friday, June 7th. A Friday night, midsummer at Mercedes-Benz. The Stones playing the stadium tour, and they'll be playing this song as well. Nice. 10 o'clock hour, by the way, is brought to you by Man Cave Store. Visit the mancavestore.com. One guy doesn't get to use his man cave too often because he's covering games all over the country is uh, Mike Griffith, who joins us here from Dog Nation. Uh, thanks uh, for coming in studio. Always great to see your smiling face, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. You were at the Iron Bowl on Saturday night. So compare, contrast. Rivalry, energy, atmosphere. Um, is there any game that rivals that in terms of how it feels when you're there? Um, and, and certainly now with the history of how that game plays itself out. Uh, probably Tennessee, Florida uh, to Swamp is pretty lit. And when Florida goes to Tennessee, I yep. mean, you got the home and home on each other's campuses, right. marquee games. Uh, you know, Neyland Stadium, obviously over 100,000. The Swamp is one of the most raucous environments and. You know, all the teams I cover, I think their most satisfying wins come in that stadium. Yep. You're able to beat Florida in their stadium yeah. and silence that crowd. It was a lot of fun Saturday night for the Seminoles. So well, I bet it was. Yeah. That it, was a great game yeah. uh, where, yeah. where Florida State had a lot of things working against them. It was an upset special. Gators cover the game or don't cover the game? Huh? Don't cover the game. Florida State favored by six and a half. FSU beat them by, by nine, which, yeah, by the way, the end, let yeah. me go right to my numbers. Georgia, it was eight over Georgia Tech. Alabama by three over Auburn. Washington by just three over Washington State. So if my notes are correct, that's the largest margin. Of everybody. Okay. Are you really are you really trying to is are we are we getting some lobbying here? Is well, really what's happening? My my point being is I had teammates <laughs> disrespecting the Seminole Nation yesterday during their little show and mm-hmm. I was very hurt in terms of they were really just poo-poo and like I if Georgia plays Florida State, New Orleans, we're not even gonna go, is what you said. We're not even well, gonna go. I didn't say I wasn't gonna go. Drew said that maybe. Are they gonna make the playoff? Yes. If they went out, they're in. If they went out, it's very listen, the committee would love to take them out because I think most people agree Florida State can't win the national title. Are they one of the four best teams? That's my question. Are, would they beat Alabama or Georgia right now on a neutral field? Do you really believe? Well, that? Georgia's number one, so you can't. You got to ask. You got to ask. Would they? Would they beat Texas or would they beat Oregon without their quarterback? Yeah, I mean, I mean they're not they going to beat Florida. But but, but is struggling. the job of the committee? Is the job of the committee? To reward an undefeated team. No, it's to get the four best thing. You said reward. It's not deserved. You can't ignore the regular season of a perfect record and on top of winning your conference because they are really high on winning your conference conference? and going. Well, they have a little one called the ACC. I agree with you, but your schedule's in front of you. You won every game, good, bad, or indifferent. So you're going to punish punish Alabama for playing a home-and-home with Texas? Uh, Alabama, you should win your games. They did. They played they Texas. Didn't. They didn't. Florida State win. didn't. Texas didn't. Listen, here's the other thing. 
You don't know that a backup, you don't know that a backup can't come in and play lights out. And that's the argument for Florida State. Because what was it on Ohio State uh, when they run for the national title? Cardell Jones? Yeah. Cardell, yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did, did the Florida State-Florida game, was he lights out in that game? No, did I miss the, something? But but the point is. It's the worst defense in, in the Power Five state. So you, you're going to assume that you can't have a story where a backup quarterback no, comes you, in. I mean, Listen, if I'm on the committee and Florida State goes undefeated, I think Louisville is going to beat him. Maybe it doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, Louisville has a chance. I think the committee would like to take Florida State out because I don't think they can match up with Georgia in a game one versus four. But it doesn't matter when you win every game on your schedule, right? Correct. Listen, you're devastated by losing your quarterback. He was the X factor. He's the X factor, right? For sure. And and you'd be a 13-point underdog against – what do you think would be against Georgia-Florida State right now if it's a 1-4 in the Sugar That's probably about Bowl. right. Probably 10-point dog to Alabama, and, 13 to Georgia. Yeah, so – all right, let's not get – see, now you get Sandra. You see the look in her face? Well, this is what the discussion is because here it is. Is it four best? Because, look, in 2017, I don't think Alabama deserved to be in. They didn't even play in their conference. But the argument there was, no, no, this is four best. And even though they got beat by double digits by Auburn, Bama's one of the four best. You know what? Bama won the title. One year later, fast forward, dogs play an Alabama team with Tua. They beat everybody by three touchdowns, playing within a touchdown. But there's this Oklahoma team with a Heisman guy out there, Kyler Murray. Their defense is beyond 100, but this committee is in love with metrics. And Oklahoma, oh, we got to rely on protocol. Maybe Georgia is better than Oklahoma, but Oklahoma won this crappy Big 12, so let's put them in. So you know what happened? 16 minutes in, Alabama 28, Oklahoma 0. If Florida State gets in center, sorry, it's going to be a repeat. If Georgia loses. If Georgia wins, I don't, I don't think we're having any kind of controversy or discussion Georgia's in, Michigan, like you said, State. Michigan's no, in. I was not touching them. Oregon's Pac-12, in. champions in. Yeah. And then Texas, if they take care of business against Oklahoma State. Texas with one loss is not going in against Florida State that's well, undefeated. Right, we'll see. Texas with you're, one. You're, you're right. Florida State will get in yeah, if Florida. they beat Louisville, who yeah. just and, lost and, to Kentucky. The, the worst <laughs> possible loss of the year was Louisville losing to Kentucky. Because of that metrics, like you're talking about, right? If the computer Undefe- were doing it, because you're saying this com- this committee is going to sit there and really have opinions. If the computer were doing it, their four would be those four that we just talked yeah. about: Georgia. If if chalk holds, Georgia. Michigan. Oregon's actually favor favored over Washington, even though Washington one less Oregon considerably. And then you have uh, Florida State and um, Texas. Texas. Well, yeah. no, no. The four the four winners: Georgia. Yeah, and Florida Michigan? State would be in at four. Yeah, right. that's, yeah. yeah. The com- it, of course, the, the computer doesn't look at backup quarterbacks or starters. Georgia the computer be... looks at undefeated teams. Now, the other thing tonight, Georgia, don't freak out if Michigan is at one tonight and because you beat Ohio State. Let me this tell you why that won't matter. happen. I can tell you why that won't happen. And, and it is a little black helicopter conspiracy theory. But listen, I, if you don't think for a minute that those television executives have some influence then you're crazy. They are going to get the Big Ten champion and the Pac-12 champion playing in the Rose Bowl. That will happen. I don't care how they got to bend the numbers. But I meant tonight. That doesn't. Yeah, but no, no. But tonight would tonight, be because then if Georgia yeah. wins, they rejump. Is that what you're yes. saying? Uh, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. That's fair. If you beat if that's you fair. you beat Alabama in the SEC, then you jump over Michigan. Tonight means nothing. Beating Iowa, Michigan's win over Ohio State was better than Georgia's win over Georgia Tech. Okay, and, but 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 that may be true. For tonight. But the body of work is the, the gauntlet that Georgia just played against ranked opponents got them to number one. They're not going to drop off enough just by beating Georgia Tech because of what they did to Ole Miss, because of what they did to Missouri, because of what they did to Florida, because of what they did across the board. 
of all the games. Who did we? Ju- who did I just leave out the uh, the game before Georgia? Missouri, Tech? Tennessee, Ole Miss. Yeah, well, Tennessee, I'm going right. to tell you what they did three weeks ago was when Washington beat o- Oregon State. They bumped Florida State down because Washington's win over Oregon was better than Florida State's win. Right. I'm just telling you on a given Tuesday I, I night, which it. doesn't matter at all. Because you're saying <laughs> the, there's no way happened? Georgia beats Alabama and isn't number one. 100%. And Michigan beating Iowa is going to mean bupkis. They're going to get Big Ten and Pac-12 in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. It's the gonna Florida happen. State, Georgia, in New Orleans. Probably. Yeah. Florida State. And, so so the psyche of Seminole Nation obviously would be thrilled to be in the playoff. It would be a little bit bittersweet to realize we got to play Georgia without our star. 100%. But and by the way, with our star. Can, can I throw the curveball out here? Yes. Let's say the chalk holds, but Alabama wins. Is there really a scenario where the SEC doesn't get one of the four teams in the yeah, playoffs? Yeah, there is. I, mean, it's crazy. I just can't swallow that. But I, Yeah, but it's true, though, right? We said it. That, that Alabama is not going in over Texas when Texas played Bama. Head-to-head. And it's head-to-head. Head I was in, there. In, I tu- in Tuscaloosa. So to the SEC, the power conference – the national title holder in football, 80% of the time, whatever that number is, will not have a team if Bama finds a way to That's win. That's just unbelievable. All right, let's talk, I just let, can't believe it. Let, let's talk about the coaching uh, move that's going to happen at Syracuse because uh, every Fran. indication is, right? Yeah, that uh, Fran Brown, the assistant coach and defensive backs coach at Georgia, is going to Syracuse. One of the great recruiters in America, if not the number one recruiter. They said the number one recruiter. Great guy. Great great technician. uh, Great addition to Georgia. Congrats to him. Kirby will go out and hire somebody else really good. Well, he is genuinely happy when his assistant. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's part of the deal. It's part of hiring quality people. That's what happens. It's also part of why you're going to work like a dog, um, uh, pun intended, uh, and not to say that Kirby doesn't take it a little more seriously, family and quality time and personal time than maybe Saban did at times. Mm-hmm. But they all know what you signed on for. You come here. This is getting your MBA at Harvard. This is whatever it is. You're going to be under the tutelage. It's sitting three seats away from Mike Krzyzewski. So you can go be Johnny Dawkins or Steve or, uh, or, or Quinn Snyder or any of these guys. You know if you do well by me here, the world is your oyster. That's what's happening with Fran Brown. He's also a tremendous recruiter. Rusty Menzel left us a lengthy message this morning who made it clear there's some freak out in Georgia Nation because Ellis Johnson, the number one corner in America, was recruited by Fran Brown, went to IMG from Connecticut, New Jersey region. Would he jump ship? I can't see that happening. I mean, if he if he does, then that's not a guy that Georgia wanted. You know, I, I just did a, a, a big sermon on that yesterday. Look, Georgia wants the guys that want to compete against the best. Georgia wants the guys that want to be in the SEC, that want to be measured against the best every day in practice. If this cat would be happy at Syracuse, then he was never really going to be that much of a, a bought-in dog. I mean, part of the whole accountability, part of this 29-game win streak is the accountability within the ranks. And Kirby referenced the, the Navy SEALs yesterday, and, and I love that Georgia gets the mentality from the military. Yes, no, this is not war. Listen, I served. I'm not offended by, by war analogies or military analogies. The fact of the matter is it's incredible mental training. What I mean, was the analogy as it related? It was that the Navy SEALs basically said, look, if you can't take criticism, you're not going to make it on this team. Because you're gonna, somebody's going to end up dead. Exactly. If you, can't, if you can't get better by us helping you get better because we're as a team. He, and he did say quickly, well, this isn't life or death. Yeah. He's saying this, the, 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 the same idea. Nothing is life. ever good enough at Georgia. That's right. just the way it is. The glass is never full. They're always looking for more steak. That's why they've won 29 in a row. There's not a more, uh, there's not a greater paradox 
than playing your football in the Carrier Dome at Syracuse and playing Saturdays at Sanford Stadium. Which, by the way, doesn't have air conditioning. That's the irony of the Carrier Dome. Because yeah. I covered a game up there in 98, and it was hot as They're not – that kid is not going to go play football at Syracuse. That program is in deep trouble. Good for Fran Jones. But, I mean, I, I know years ago Don McPherson and Donovan McNabb, and, you know, I grew up watching that program. They're so far from being relevant right now. When we come back, Mike Griffith is here. You going to let him do belly up with us? Absolutely. We did drive here from mm-hmm. Athens, right? Sounds, I love it. Why do I feel so much tension in the room? You see, you had to walk in here, and you had to say that, and now I have to put the pieces back together. Jeez. Florida State, we love you, Sandra. We love Florida State. When we come back, uh, it ain't over. If you're thinking that a Shohei Atani could end up in Atlanta, wait till you hear a cut we have from Steve Phillips, former GM of the Mets. And Rex Ryan absolutely blows the lid off of Bill Belichick. I got a lot to say about Big Fat Rex Ryan. He's got some oh great boy. he's got no, he's got some great points. <laughs> oh but he also is needs a history lesson. I'm gonna do that for him. It's the Steakhouse Sports Radio 929 a game. More of the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 929 the game. 1023 Sports Radio 929. The game. This is the steakhouse. It's a big week. We're not going to lie to you. We got a three-hour pregame at the Hard Rock Reverb uh, coming up this weekend. Maybe, maybe Mike Griffith will be kind enough to give us some time on the air or chat with us. Uh, he's getting ready for SEC title game from Dog Nation. He's live in studio. We got Rusty here tomorrow. Got all kinds of stuff. Rusty. I want to remind everybody, by the way, Thursday night steak, while we're thinking about it. Yeah, Thursday night, we do this week. once a year, y'all, at Solomon Brothers. We do the big holiday shopping event, 5 to 8 in Buckhead. They've got food, they've got drink, and they've got, I'm telling you, me and steak will help you shop, and you will get the best deal in the world. Yeah, when we night. say me and steak, we mean me. We mean Sandra. I'll be there, you know, I'll give you a high five and say, look at Sandra's hot friends and go shop with them. Um, but that's happening Thursday night. Thursday night. Five to eight in Buckhead. Yeah, yeah. so um, that's a big night. We've been doing that for years. The famous Willie Salucci from the Palm used to host it years ago, and we've kept that tradition alive. We'll be in Buckhead. You bringing any of your little uh, yes, hotty toddies? two birthdays. The twins, Wanda and Tanya, are coming. Oh, are they coming? Celebrating their birthday, so trinkets will be bought All right, and purchased. I want to also mention Woo-hoo! Russell Jones. Just won Stones tickets for this summer. Nice. His favorite song was Street Fighting Man. So that just happened. And uh, just in general, uh, we talk about a uh, big Hawks game tonight against the Cavs. Falcons game coming up against the Jets. Radio station on fire. Randy McMichael. Mike uh, Johnson, former captain of Alabama. Alabama. Drew Butler, former captain of Georgia. They're all going to be a part of it. We've got great coverage coming up as well. And... Um, we're talking a lot of college football. We'll get to the belly up uh, segment in a little bit. What jumped out of you from uh, Georgia and Georgia Tech in terms of how Georgia went about their business? Well, I mean, Kendall Milton, I mean, which is, you know, the most significant uh, happening of the last few weeks is your, your running games emerged. I mean, we've been waiting on Kendall uh, to perform like this. Obviously, he's had a lot of injuries throughout his career. He's been plagued by hamstring overtraining. It's not that the guy doesn't work hard. He works too hard. And some hamstring injuries. Runs tough. Again, runs too tough. Sprained knees. you got three or four guys jumping on his back to get him down. He's finally healthy. It couldn't have happened at a better time. 
Kind of reminds me of how Kenny McIntosh really emerged. You know, Kenny was always a great runner, but, you know, Kirby had to manage the roster just like this year. That running back room is so thin, you had to walk on Cash Jones, who was your third leading rusher going into last week. And, and then you've got a converted wide receiver playing back there. Think about all the injuries. Guys, I, I can't. Can you update everybody? Because we didn't get to it. Yeah, tailgate, sure. I mean, I, so, so I, you know, I think. Brock, start with Brock. I think Brock's probable. I think he's going to play. I mean, I think, you know, Kirby said it was soreness, and there was no reason to put him out there. Um, he said know. he was the closest to going out of all the injured he players. He did. I Tate Ratledge, he said, was closer than McConkey or Ra Ra. Uh, you know, Ratledge obviously bumped knees at Tennessee, missed that game. Not sure about Ra Ra with that, uh, you know, sprained foot. Uh, lad, you know, ankle sprain, that's that's kind of touch and go, you know, without the explosion. Um, and then on the other side, you got Alabama with McClellan, the running back. And, and this is a real key guy for them. And, of course, Brian Robinson wasn't supposed to play two years ago either. But uh, This would be a devastating loss for the University of Georgia. The win streak, personnel, listen, personnel-wise, it's not as even as it's been in other years. In my opinion, um, I think Georgia has a distinct advantage when it comes to balance. And being able to run and throw the football. I know Jalen Milroe has had a nice run. But listen, you would be out of the playoff uh, in the middle of a streak like this. You'd have to be dealing with some other bowl game and all the questions about should this guy play? Does the bowl game matter and all? You have to completely rethink your priorities. And, um, and, and to not be able to be at the Sugar Bowl as the number one team in the semifinals with the run they've had. I don't think Alabama's going to – I think it sets up for Georgia to have a great night. Well, I mean, it, it should. And, and, you know, the SEC better hope because we were just talking about that scenario where there may not be an SEC team in if, if Georgia doesn't win, right? We don't can't really predict the committee. But, look, I, look Stake and Sandra, I, I think they could play this game ten times and you'd get ten different results. I think it's who's going to play better. But you don't think that Alabama's winning five out of ten for real? Oh, I, you think listen, they're that even, these two teams? I, 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 2021, I thought Georgia was going to win by ten points. They were unbeaten playing a, a Auburn, a Georgia, an Alabama team that barely beat Auburn. It had been shut out for three quarters, and Bryce Young goes for 41. Look, here's the, the X factor is Jalen Milrow. It, he is the dude, and, and I said this yesterday. Kirby already hasn't played a snap. And he's already got Milrow under pressure. Did you hear Stake when I asked Kirby to compare Milrow to Tebow? That right. was your question. Yeah. I just played it. You always cut me off. Well, I didn't Never recognize you. I'm running okay. Dangerfield or radio here. <laughs> so, yeah, I said, listen, Kirby. I said, there's pageantry. And, you know, 2009, it's the only other time we've had two unbeaten teams in the league play, playing in an SEC championship game in the 32-year history. Happened to be 09, Alabama, Florida. You played Tebow. You talked about a big physical quarterback that can run. How would we compare Milrow to Tebow? And that's when Kirby said, look, no offense to Tim Tebow, this guy's different. Yeah. And then Kirby took it up to the next level stake. He said Lamar Jackson. He said a bigger, more physical. Now, mind you, Lamar Jackson was the 2016 Eisen winner and the 2019 NFL MVP. And he's saying Milrow is a bigger, more physical I, I version? It. Yeah, he's, he's doing, Pressure. He's doing, he's doing the Lewis. They're a six-point favorite. I mean, they're a six-point well, favorite could, for that's, a reason. That's perception of no, Milrow. No, it's not. Per, this is personnel. They're a six-point favorite for a reason. Good luck. You want to take Bama in this game. This is set up for Georgia in a big way. It's set up. You're right. It's set up for Georgia. Let's play some belly up. What's everyone talking about? Yo, yo, what's the deal? We've got you covered. As we belly up. On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. By the way, the numbers going up. It's at six. The over-under, 55 in this game. So, We'll have more picks on that later on in the week.
Shohei Otani, where is he going? Steve Phillips yesterday, MLB Network, telling you why the Braves are very much in the mix. There's two cuts here. I think it is because I think the other criteria that we've been made to aware of is the ability to win on, a, on a, an annual basis. And, and is there any other team in baseball set up right now better than the Atlanta Braves to put themselves in a position to win every year? They're set up better than the Dodgers are. They're set up. Look, I think the Orioles are in a really nice spot with the young players they have, but I still trust the Braves more with where they are. And so, yeah, I think Atlanta has to be in the mix. If the criteria that we're led to believe are critical and important, Atlanta's in a really good position. The only person that really knows is two people. Uh, is Alex Anthopoulos and Terry McGurk. If they're serious about spending this kind of money for a seminal move in franchise history. When Bob Nightingale has the tweet that says uh, Braves in the mix for the White Sox ace, Dylan Cease, you might as well cross it off because Alex Anthopoulos, if he's told you anything, if the media is reporting on it, likely not happening. Now, I will tell you that Mark Bowman, who just tweeted out, get ready for a massive surprise because this is, it looks like all the, the streets are lining up for the big parade because this is what Alex does best. When you think all the big names are off, which they are, Sunny Gray, and um, they're off. So get ready. Also, I do want to mention about the Braves, you guys. They do a little kind of teaser yesterday, the early bobblehead games. There are three different Ronald Acuna nights, which is a stolen base bobblehead, an MLV, ML MVP where he's holding the trophy and home runs, three different ones. There's a Hank Aaron home run record one. There's a Sean Murphy two thumbs up one. And there's a Matt Olson. So those are all different dates. Go to Atlanta Braves. How many bobblehead nights out of 81 nights? Do you know, Bo, how many bobblehead nights? There'll be 10. I think they gave away like 12 last I year. I do, too. 12. I think it's 15, 12 to 15 yeah. nights. The yeah. right bobblehead night. Yeah. They could. What's what's the capacity at uh, 47, Brewers? but they only give out 15,000. First 15,000 through the okay. door. So. Can you imagine if. Uh, they had it. I mean, when it's the right bobblehead, like outcast night. Oh, my God. Think about how many people this, they could get in this that This Ronald build. Acuna stolen bases is the one where he's oh, holding, he's holding the, the base it's up. It's really nice. sweet, you guys. You can take a look at all of them. All right. All right I got to get to Rex Ryan. His last week, he was going off on Brandon Staley from San Diego. Okay. Or Los Angeles, excuse me, the Chargers. Well, yesterday he went after Stake's favorite team, the Patriots and Bill Belichick. Can I just say this? Bill Belichick. Please stop. Just name your dang starter. It doesn't matter. They both stink. Whether it's Zappy, P-Shooter Jones, we don't care. They stink. Just just go ahead and save the drama. Like, we care about your team. Your team stinks. And, and, and I will say this. The, they do stink. Couldn't agree with him more. I mean, the notion that, any, that he has to play the stupid Bill Belichick games about those two right. guys. Mac Jones is the most broken player I've ever seen under center. For a guy that, what? 45 touchdowns and two interceptions in college or whatever that crazy year was for a guy that played in the Pro Bowl his rookie year. Remember three years ago, Mac Jones in the Pro Bowl. He is a broken player, if ever there was a broken player. You watch yeah, him I mean, at all? You got draft Jalen Milrow. What's that? Jalen Milrow. I'll tell yeah. you what. Yeah. This guy. Yeah, they're going to – but he, they're, they're – they're drafting at the top of the draft. Is it, Rex Ryan's not going to be invited anytime soon to, like, okay, lunch with the okay, coaches. But, but, but so the, who do you want at the top? Who's your quarterback? Well, That's the fix. I like Jane Daniels for the Falcons. I like Jane Daniels for uh, possibly for Can New he get England. through a season? Can he get through a season in the league? I kind of wonder. Let me just say this. He didn't play the other cut. Well, well it, it, his bashing of Bill Belichick compared to Tom Brady, like, I can promise you this. 
There's going to be no warm moment where Bill Belichick extends his hand to Rex Ryan ever in the history of the world. Right. We'll play that cut when we come back. We'll play three strikes, and we're going to talk more about the play at the Iron Bowl. Mike, you were there live. You watched it happen right in your eye, front of your eyes. We're going to talk about that as well. Um, it's Steak and Sandra, Mike Griffith from Dog Nation. Fastest two hours in radio. You're right in the middle of it. Is your head spinning? Two hours. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Oh. Yeah, let's go! On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 10.42, the fastest two hours in radio is the Steakhouse. And this is the big game of the night brought to you by John Foyne Associates. Let's talk, let's talk about the National Basketball Association. It's a wonderful thing. These are two Eastern Conference teams that uh, are really good, but so is the whole conference. Cavs and uh, Hawks tonight in Cleveland. When's that getting going? 7.30 tip right here on the game. Jalen Johnson, by the way, four to six weeks. Yeah, it's not good at all. He's had a great wrist. start to the year. Cavs are nine and eight. Yeah. Um, two teams that, you know, want to compete with the big boys in the East, the Bucks, Celtics, and Miami. And then there's the Knicks and Cavs and Pacers and Hawks and a lot of good teams in the East. So that game is going off tonight. The uh, 10 o'clock hour on the show is brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Visit mancavestore.com. You got playoffs coming up in uh, bowl games and college football and NFL. Make sure your man cave is done right. Uh, we'll do our three strikes questions. I've got some good ones for us. Mike Griffith is here. W- what was your thoughts on that play? Did Auburn really screw up defensively? Only rushing three essentially on that play no. on the Mil- on the uh, Milrose miracle. Fourth and goal from no, the forty-one yard line. Here's the snap. Milrose stands in, lets everybody get downfield. Still standing. He throws into the end zone. He caught it. It's caught. It's caught by Isaiah Bond. Caught by Isaiah Bond in the corner of the end zone. Touchdown. Yeah, I mean, it's it's easy to say hindsight's twenty twenty, but look, I mean, I was told a long time ago, you don't blitz a quarterback that can run. You blitz that guy, he comes, that's one less guy back there. You, you, you're enabling that guy to do what he does best. Make Milrow beach with his arm. But he's he 30 did. yards away. He threw it from he's 38 not, yards. But he's not running it. So if you blitz him, I totally agree. Look at Jalen Hurts the other day, uh, Buffalo and Philadelphia. You have the wrong coverage with a running quarterback. It's an easy 12-yard jaunt in the end zone, whatever. This is a 30-yard run. Jalen Milrow, once he crosses the line of scrimmage, is not finding 30 yards to get in. That's why you got to put pressure and flush them out, in my opinion. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, in hindsight, obviously Auburn would have done it different. But, but, but to be fair, Hugh Free said after the game, it's not the call. We got nine guys; they got to keep playing in front of them. I mean, this is what a great quarterback can do. Now, there was two plays where Jalen actually crossed the line of scrimmage on throws, so he had had issues before, yeah. even after buying time. It's just you got to give the kid credit from Buford, a Georgia kid that gets away. That I don't know, Buford High School kids in Georgia, I don't get it, but a kid gets away, made a fantastic play, a little bit of push, not enough to draw a flag, and made a great football play, Stake. Here's our three strikes questions. Uh, by the way, what, what was it like in the building when that happened? Those Auburn fans just oh, just took just, all the. I was there two years ago when Bryce Young did it over despondent. 97 yards. You know, just sudden death versus the agony of the Bryce Young drive two years ago. Unbelievable. What's the college football play that crushed you? College football play that crushed you. Best war moving honor of Mike in your service. We appreciate that, my friend. And the Bowl City. You most want your team to play, and Sandra's talking about traveling to the Sugar Bowl with Florida State. Mm-hmm. I will do another shameless plug for the Tulane Green Wave, who all indications are going to have a hard time keeping Willie Fritz there unless they give him a boatload of money. 
Tulane going to another New Year's Bowl game is like Georgia State playing in the Sugar Bowl <laughs> and the Orange Bowl. I mean, that's what it's like, just to give folks some idea. So they beat SMU. They'll be, I think, coming to Atlanta oh my to play here. So all my buddies get ready, Dogsy and Dino and Tepper T and the whole Corpsy, uh, pi- kitty, kitty. The Pie Cap Alpha House from 1988 will be here. Um, two rumors. Texas uh, doesn't get in. They play in the Fiesta Bowl against Tulane. You want to talk about a disaster for Texas ending up in that game. Or Missouri and Tulane right here. Not sure they're the ACVB. That's their favorite game. Missouri and Tulane traveling with big numbers. But that's the rumor is that the New Year's Six game would be Tulane and Missouri in the Dome on oh December boy. 20. Missouri December and Tulane? Yeah. What's oh, up? man. I hope Sand- they're giving Sandra. out free Chick-fil-A. <laughs> just you guys see what just happened? <laughs> I'm sitting Those here. Those little tiny cows I, that I, float I'm down. Si- I'm, I'm having si- a lot of them. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, Missouri? God bless. By the way, Missouri is – the second best team in the SEC, quite possibly. Hey, wow, they, look at the crowd. There will be tens of tens wow. there for Missouri. Missouri. No, my, I, I agree. It's not dude, a sexy game. No, no. I'm, not a sexy I'm playing with you, and all. I love it. But, but listen, them. Tulane, uh, beggars can't be choosers. If they were end up in that game again, and they're trying to keep Willie Fritz there, two 11-win seasons. So or the wins. question number three, how did you word it? Like the city the you bowl want your city team? The bowl city you want your team to play in. You gotcha. get to go to a bowl game. We, we pick the bowl game. You want to go to L.A. for the Rose Bowl? You want to go to Phoenix? Uh, Scottsdale area for the Fiesta. Do you want the Cotton Bowl in Dallas? Do you want to play in the Sugar? You want to go to Miami for the Orange Bowl? It's not that complicated a question. Hey, I mean, it's just I thought. Uh, let, me, let me reword it because uh, you know what I was on. I was on Ticketmasters. Go ahead and get those Missouri <laughs> and Tulane seats. Anyone? Uh, you know, I want to book my hotel. Hold on, <laughs> hotels.com. Woo! Plenty availability. Okay, good. Thank you. Getting ahead of it. I, I guess that. Let me re. <laughs> Let me rephrase the question. Some people with a Florida State education, when I say the bowl city you most want your team to play. I just didn't know how you wanted it worded. Yeah, no, I I thank you for clarifying Uh that. Um, What do you think about uh, Michigan versus Oregon versus Texas in terms of the the toughest matchup for Georgia down the line? Who is... Who's the second best team in America? Is it Michigan? Clearly, I think it is Michigan because I think they run the ball really well and and they have a salty defense and and a good secondary because they're built to beat Ohio State, which is multiple good receivers. So I think they would present the most difficult matchup. They want Georgia. They want them bad. They've been training for Georgia for two years. So I think Michigan. Yeah, what's the whole thing up there? The Georgia drills they have up there, right? That Jim Harbaugh initiated, thinking about what happened to them a few years ago. Man, I'll tell you, dude. You get these Georgia folks going about getting Michigan and Jim Harbaugh. Oh boy. There's a lot of swagger. America's team. Yeah, Georgia right. versus America's team. 404 <laughs> The college football player that crushed you. Best war movie. The Bull City most want your team to play in. So what's your take? I'm very upset. It's time for you to sound off with three strikes. Bring it the f*** on! On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You got a, 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 game, a play that... 1999, 1991, it was the very first wide ride against Miami. My father, me, Barbara Holsenbach, sitting in the stands. Jerry Thomas misses it. Devastating. Devastating. You got a play that jumps out of you? I got a play. It didn't crush me, but it crushed the state of Michigan. It crushed Michigan Wolverines fans. When, when the punter dropped the snap... Against Michigan State oh on the God. last play totally was one that. of the most. Un- I was in the press box. It fell silent. 
Nobody said any. Everybody was just like, like everybody had to rewrite stories, but everybody yeah. was just Sha- like. Sean McDonough, our, our very good friend, has one of the great calls. He did that game. Him and Blackledge, you know what I'm talking about? I do. He didn't miss that call for one second. All right, we ready to rock and roll here? I don't have everybody on the board. Yeah, but now we do. Let's get uh, Brian. Brian, the college football play that crushed you. UGA in Alabama a couple of years ago in the national championship. Uh, second and 26. Second yeah, 26. second and 26. Yeah, that sucked. Best war, best war movie. Best war movie. Axel Ridge. The bowl city you most want your team to play in. Hotlanta, baby. I think a lot of folks would love, right? Oh, Close yeah. to home. I think New Orleans works because it's a dry, it's a drivable deal. What's it say about Gary Stoken in the job he's oh, done? So Unbelievable! Awesome. Yep. Build getting, a statue of this. Getting guy. in the mix. Totally agree. We are now a New Year's Day. We are a semifinal. So we are a national title. Doug and Jefferson, uh, the college football play that crushed you. When David Pollock had that stupid interception against South Carolina, I still hate him. Best war movie. The longest day. The Bulls city you most want your team to play in? Atlanta. You got a war movie that you think really does a phenomenal job? Of- you know, the phenomenal job, no. But but I just loved Clint Eastwood in Heartbreak Ridge. As ridiculous awesome. as that movie was, I laughed my tail off the whole movie. I thought he was fantastic <laughs> in that movie. All right. Listen, we appreciate you coming by. Yes. Man. Mike, always a pleasure. Appreciate it. Sandy, just so you know, because we're not... <laughs> Oh, I thought I was going to get um, blasted. I, I'm, I'm going to try to get a suite for the Chick-fil-A bowl. <laughs> and you, I, everybody's going to be invited I here. I want to come. Bo, yep, you're yep, invited. Day-Day, yep, yep. Day, uh, Conti, the whole thing. Uh, and I will send you photos <laughs> from Tulane and Missouri because you are not, not, invited. not invited. Andy and Randy coming up next. Sports Radio 92. <laughs> Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Let's go! Every Tuesday night at 10. Jason Longshore gets you caught up with the world of soccer with Atlanta Soccer Tonight.